What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 84, I believe, of the Rip City Rundown podcast. It is now almost two weeks out from the NBA draft, which is kind of wild. I I didn't realize it was that close. Uh, But obviously, this past week, we've had some topics to talk about from team aspects to ownership aspects to more draft talk. And then just we'll, you know, end it off with some more personal things. But before we get into it, I want to remind you guys that this episode and this podcast is sponsored by my bookie. For those of you that don't know what my bookie is, my bookie is a sports betting website, and we have been partnered with them ever since the beginning of May. And the NBA Finals, as you're watching this, game three is tonight. Uh, I think we'll probably give a best bet by the end of the pod, so make sure to stay tuned for that. Um, we are 10 and 1 in our last 11 best bets. So, again, if you're putting down money, Put down one unit on every play. We're up probably in the eight to eight, nine, ten units in the last couple of days. But of course, my bookie, you can bet on NBA. You can bet on right now. Tennis is going on right now. We've got Djokovic versus Alcaraz in the semifinals of the French Open, I believe. So you can go bet on that. Baseball, hockey, that's the Stanley Cup playoffs right now. So you can get in on all of that and use code RIPCITY when signing up. And you can get up to a $1,000 welcome bonus, which isn't which is, excuse me, is a lot of money. And that's not cheap money. That is good money that you could put on bets. And even, I got to mention, you can bet on the NBA draft. You can bet on who's going number two, who's going number three. If you think the Blazers will take Scoot, go bet it. Go put your money where your mouth is. Um, And again, use code RIPCITY when signing up. Bet anytime, anywhere with my bookie links. Top link is in the top comment. I always stumble over those words. West. How are you doing? It is just us two. Cody is not with us. He's 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 uh bearing down here the final stretch of finals. So yeah, we uh, Cody deserved a a week off. We uh giving him some uh, some paid leave, if you will. Uh, yeah, he's got to grind that organic chemistry. I'm doing good. Um, get, I'm getting more excited by the day as the draft, which is kind of the big event of the summer here, uh, is getting closer and closer. In the meantime, just to keep my uh. You know, I'd like to say the draft is the entree and all the news that's coming out are like little appetizers, you know. We got the Jody Allen, Phil Knight situation, which we'll touch on. Obviously, Scoot's been working out. We'll touch on, we'll touch on, you know, just news about what the number three pick, who can be involved, who can't be, when we might deal, who we might deal, when we might deal. All that's little appetizers. Just it's filling me up, but it's it's keeping me hungry. So uh, I'm still on the edge of my seat here and I will continue to get closer to the edge as the uh, weeks go on to the draft. I would say I'm on the edge of my seat too, but I feel like that would almost be lying to you because at this point I'm like everything that comes out, I'm not going to believe it. I'm not going to take it to heart and I'm going to just wait until what is it going to be June 22nd, that Thursday night when the NBA draft is going on and specifically when we are on the clock. And I think that's what we can touch on first because I think we thought last year's draft was about as big as it gets when it comes to Portland possibly being active, given the fact they were trying to trade for OG or any other guy for that seventh pick. We were kind of in the same situation last year. Um, Not as, I would say, likely to trade it, but the odds were still high, and we did that live stream, and we were pumped. We ended up drafting the seventh pick, but even with drafting Shane Sharp, it still felt like it was an eventful night just with everything that was going on it's going to be that times 10 this year because I still think it is more likely that the Blazers trade this pick. And if they do it, all reports and all, I I love how I'm saying all reports, even though I'm just saying, don't believe all the reports, but everything is saying that the pick, if it's going to be traded, it's going to be traded while it's on the clock because the team that's trading for it wants to know who they can get at three, because which is fair with all the Charlotte Hornets rumors saying they will take Brandon Miller. You might, that could be a smoke screen. So you you want to confirm it. Um, and by the way, it's not ten minutes on the clock like the NFL. It's only five minutes. So yeah, well, uh, yeah, that's true. But what I will say about um, that is, it makes sense why teams want to do that because there are this draft class is separated into at least the first round into two categories, and it's the top three and then the rest of the draft. So Blazers with the number three pick, like if 
say the Blazers were, dra- were going to draft the pick, everyone in the world would know who they were taking. So like you said, if Brandon Miller goes to teams are guaranteed to get scoot. And I think teams want to see that guaranteed um, because some teams might be more interested in the pick if Brandon Miller is available compared to scoot and teams will probably call. And that will all happen within five minutes. Joe Curran will be extremely busy. That'll be a hectic five minutes that determines this team's future. Just to put it, put it bluntly. I have to think that Cronin, if he does intend on trading the pick, he's got a couple deals, like not confirmed, but lined up in a way that he's not just like on a whim. Like he's having conversations right now. Uh, you of course. like throw a team out there like the Raptors. They could be like, we will trade you Pascal Siakam, but only if Scoot's available. That right. those conversations have probably happened. Um, but I, I feel like at the same time, again, this could just me like just I don't know what's the phrase, drinking the Kool-Aid, but like watching the Scoot workout, it's like they look like they love Scoot. That could be Joe Cronin doing an excellent job at just like really talking about Scoot, like he really loves him and all the videos that are surfacing of Scoot and Joe talking at the workout, but uh, that's the thought that excites me, but also scares me a ton. I think the Blazers kind of, at least Joe Cronin and staff, they're kind of looking at this as a win-win situation. We are either drafting a potential franchise player, or we are going to trade for another franchise player to pair with name. So they're seeing it as a win-win. Now, obviously, and I'm writing an article about this right now, but the Blazers haven't had great success over their franchise history of drafting in the top five, let alone the top three. Um, 1984-2007, ring a bell. Yep, MJ, KD, both not in Portland because we made stupid choices. Um, this one feels different to where I feel like the Blazers are more forced to trade the pick just because your argue, arguably your best player ever in franchise history is has only a few years left on his in his prime. And he deserves a chance. And you're not going to do the, how do I say this? The team might be better off drafting Scoot. The team might be better off drafting Scoot in eight years. The team might be in a better place. But is are they in a better place in two years, which is when Dame needs them to be ready. And Dame has earned that right to kind of call the shots because he has kept this franchise afloat both on and off the court. Look, I think there's, unless... Dame has a crazy mindset change, and we plan on somehow playing three guards like that. I don't think there's a way that Dame is on this team if we draft Scoot specifically. Like, okay, that might be extreme, but no, I know what you're saying. Where's Scoot getting his? Think about it. Dame's playing a draft Scoot. You you talk about how Shaden needs to get a ton of minutes. And we, despite Scoot being big, he's not big. He's not tall. Six three. Well, we talked about this in previous podcasts about how people who want to trade Dame need to, you know, stop and, you know, let Dame have his, have a legitimate chance to win a championship. However, those people who are saying trade Dame, it's an intriguing option because not only are you drafting his replacement, I mean, it's very difficult. You're not going to replace Damian Lillard. Like, if you think Scoot is going to be... probably not being a top 75 player of all time. No, odds are he's not. Um, he can be a pretty darn good point guard, though. And you can re-up and re-stack at other positions, if you will, by trading the absolute house for Dame. I know teams would absolutely do that, but it's just the Blazers have put themselves in a position and they've also talked, they've talked and have told fans and told the city that we are competing for Dame. So it'd look kind of, it'd look kind of stupid if they went against their word behind everyone's back and drafted Scoot and traded Dame a la Jay Monahan and the PJ Live stuff because what happened today. Yeah, that's we 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 can save that for the uh, for, for the after show. If something you want I, to stick around. Yeah, something I compared this situation to. Now it's obviously not as extreme because uh Scoot is more of a like is a better prospect than this guy I'm comparing. But I'm kind of comparing it to the Aaron Rodgers Jordan Love situation. Like Aaron Rodgers is old. He's obviously was older in 2020, but he's coming off an MVP season. They still draft his replacement quarterback instead of trying to get him help. If now, you, if, yeah, like, that obviously made no, Aaron Rodgers. I agree. What? I, I like, agree. If, if, yeah. Sorry, I was just gonna say the Blazers draft Scoot. You're kind of you're telegraphing that you are starting to become okay with get, not having Dame in Portland. Um, I think that's a wild thing to do because. 
you can't, no one, even Victor Wimbanyama is not guaranteed. I know all these people are saying he's, he's a failure if he doesn't make, if he's not a top 10 player of all time, but even he is not, you know, odds are against that. Odds are against him to do that. Especially top 10 player, not odds are against him to be a top player in the league. I mean, maybe that might be, we can debate that statement, but the point is these top 75 players all time. Don't just grow on trees. It's not like, it's not like freaking, you can't just grow it. You can't plant it. And it just like, Look, every time we say that, there is the argument, and it's, again, it's a valid argument. Like, well, let's just rebuild and have a longer window. Um, and sure, I think both both avenues are risky. You don't win a championship without taking risks. You don't compete for a championship without taking risks. I agree. I just think if you are drafting Scoot, you're telling Dame, we have our future. We want you still, but like it wouldn't make sense for you to be here. They're never going to force Dame out. It's going to, no. at the end of the day, it's going to be him. It, no. And even if it's behind the scenes, it's Portland, like basically forcing Dame's hand. It's still going to, Dame's still going to be the one that has to physically ask because that would look horrible for the Blazers. The other thing I want to say quick is, what was I going to say? I was going to say that, yes, both options look attractive, but to me, they're the same thing. It's do you want to draft Scoot, rebuild, and compete in seven years? Or do you want to do get this right, trade the number three pick correctly, and contend in now? I agree. Now. Now, you can here's argue you're not really. Here, here's the flip side of this coin that I struggle with. I think it'll be hard here's to get kicker. a great offer. Here's the kicker. I, I like kicker. using that statement. Like, the Blazers might might end up drafting it. And it could be after Joe Cronus tried hard as hardest to try to get a good deal. But I'm going to get mad at Portland if they end up trading this pick for OG on and straight up, even though that's their attempt to do it. They might not just not have like, like other teams might not be willing to do what we feel like we need to do. So I agree. I don't envy Joe Cronus position. He's in a terrible position. I think with, he would 100% take a championship with Dame over a championship in three years. Obviously, but that's just obviously an extremely risky thing to do. Yep. I hate we're yep. talking about this because I still think it's extremely unlikely that Dame is. No, I, I don't think he is do, either. If we do take the look, pick. I think the, the look we've we've thought, shared our thoughts on this. Why does Scoot have to be a guard? Look, and this conversation could be pointless in two months when Charlotte drafts Scoot. Yeah. Because who knows at this point? The only sure thing is that the Blazers are drafting third and Wimby's going number one. That's the only two constants in this whole process. This is really drafting third. Mm. Good good catch in my language there. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's that's an interesting debate that will be debated and talked about all the way up until those five minutes when we're physically on the clock, because who knows? Um, if I was a betting man, I've already said this. I think we trade the pick. And so. also from... Sean Hyken's article that he had Sean recently Hiken. where he had a draft guy on. He reminded people that draft picks don't get traded. Like you normally don't trade your lottery pick before the draft. Like you'll tra- or like before the draft, like days before the draft. Like it's, I, it's usually on draft it. night. It's gonna be draft night. The last time a pick that's was how the Blazers got altered a couple days before, and that was when uh Boston fleeced Philly when Philly traded up to get Markel instead of staying in three and getting Tatum. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's, that's how the Blazers got Aldridge in the six or oh five. Yeah. Oh, PC's coming in. Producer Cash, how you doing? Um, let's uh shift gears here to a reason why. Now I don't know how they these things relate, but the whole ownership situation. So the Wall Street Journal. That's a big I did one. A, I did a video on this. Um, the Wall Street Journal dropped an article just about the entire ownership just situation and how Jody Allen currently holds the team. Phil Knight's trying to buy the team, and I made a video. Might have been a little reactionary. I think I can kind of control my thoughts a little more here after learning a little more. Um, I still have the same opinions, but I also got some information from people on Twitter. Got into a not a, not a back and forth with actually a radio guy, Travis Demers. Um, Travis Demers, Demers. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right either way. I don't listen to the radio, but... 
I'll just ask you first. I, I haven't heard real, like I've heard your opinions. I feel like I know your opinions, but you haven't really like give your detailed opinions. It was more just like, oh, this sucks. Yeah, I think that if the, if, if as a fan, I'd oh, rather sure, have Wait, should, we, should you paint the picture first, just what it is? It's basically Jody Allen has the team. Phil Knight's trying to buy it. Phil Knight's not getting an answer from Jody really at all. Jody's yes. not explaining why she's Okay, yeah. Phil Knight and a, don't forget his name, but a Alex guy who has, he has a minority stake Dodgers in the Dodgers. Not. They want to buy the Blazers so they can. So they want to buy the Blazers from Jody Allen uh, for many reasons. Number one, they oh, want one to second. secure PC, can you? Can you give my audio decibels a little more, please? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Go ahead. They want to buy the Blazers from Jody, Phil Knight, and the minority, the guy who owns the minority stake in the Dodgers, which which his name is? Alan Smolensky. Fun Correct. name to say. Yes, and they want to do that for many reasons. They want to secure the team's future in Portland uh, because the Moda Center lease ends, up, ends in 2025 and nothing has been renegotiated yet. Number two, they want to kind of rebuild the and revitalize the downtown area surrounding Moda Center because they want to create, you know, more jobs, more kind of like the battery in Atlanta. They kind of want to do it with that, which is great. Look at the Braves. The Braves are doing great right now. Don't watch our and we need that. above all, above all, they want to win. And Phil Knight. I, I want to say it. The kicker is here's the kicker. And the kicker is they want He's to 85. Win. They are willing he to wants spend. To win now. Phil Knight wants to see a championship in his lifetime. Um, but Here's the real kicker. Jody Allen won't respond or anyone from whatever you call it. Uh, what's their uh, Vulcan or whatever it's called. Um, and we can get into what Paul Allen's estate says. And, you know, it, he it does say he wants to sell the team for charitable and have everything go to charity. But it doesn't say when. And Jody is free to own the team as long as she sees fit. Um, you want my opinions now? What was that? You want my opinions now? Yeah. All opinions. right. Well, as a Blazer fan, I want Jody Allen to sell the team to Phil Knight. And I think that's honestly like that. Could it's be nothing biased. against Jody. Like, I've, it, look, I think even before Jody Allen owned the team, I think if you said, who would you rather own the team, Jody Allen or Phil Knight? You're going to take Phil Knight because he started Nike and we saw what he did with the Oregon athletic program. And and I just like, watched everything the he movie touches Air. turns to good. And yeah, we just watched Air. I mentioned that. Um, yeah. So I and then on top of it, we see what Jody hasn't done. It's... Go ahead. Sorry, you like cut out a little bit, but I, we're here. We're here. Um, yeah, you said something about what Jody ha- hasn't done. Yeah, like on top of what oh. Phil is great with, Jody is not. Yes, Jody. Um... Yeah, Jody seems uh, ambivalent. She seems uh, a little like nonchalant. She just seems uh, like just she doesn't have that passion that her brother did, Paul Allen. Um, it almost seems like owning the team is a little bit of a burden for her. Um, so I don't understand why she doesn't want to sell it. I just feel like it's kind of and it, we don't know the details. We only know from that article. To me, it seems a little spiteful that they wouldn't even return a phone call or an Absolutely. email or a whatever you want to call it. Um, however, they reach out, probably email or through a representative. And she's just kind of not even acknowledging it. Like, at least tell them now. It kind of looks pretty, pretty scummy to not even acknowledge. Because let's be honest, Phil and I owning the Blazers would be elite. That would be sick. Yeah, like especially like, in a time like now, he would give us the best facilities. He would, or like it's Look at not the Oregon even, Ducks. Look at Oregon before Nike like poured all that money into them. Um, it's not even just the team. Like it's just everything about the organization and more, and even more so the city of Portland. Now, I'm not going to sit here and act like Jody Allen has done nothing at all. Um, of course, that's, that's where the whole conversation or back and forth I had with Travis Demers last night was was with it. He's they've opened up the scouting department more. They've they've tried to lean in more with uh adding more like assistant GMs to the staff behind the scenes. They had the G League team. Now I'm not going to give Jody Allen much credit for that because I think the NBA forced them to have a G League team given they were the last one without it. So I, I can't even say that's a great thing. No look. but even things like Yes, we've been taking the last four years, but Jody 
there's there's something where like you go in the tax uh it limits the amount of spending you can have the next year so we have a, the most tax we can have right now we wouldn't have if we had spent money the last couple of years but everything with the salary cap so confusing but right I, my main thing is i want an owner that's a little more transparent and a little more vocal at least mm-hmm. i know i'm probably going to get that with phil knight a little bit and i think we're also just biased towards phil knight like you said a little bit just because of what he has done in mm-hmm. these sports apparel and just in sports in general um he's kind of it just makes so much sense being with nike in oregon and I don't know. It sounds too good to be true. Um, How would yeah. Dame react to being Adidas? Go to Nike. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Fine. Adidas. People are sign a lifetime contract with Adidas. I bet. I mean, maybe not lifetime, but. Um, I was gonna say something else about this whole situation. Well, I'll say one thing. The one thing I'll say is that I don't want to discredit Jody in any way. I'm not calling her a bad owner, so so to speak. I just wish that, um, like you said, she was more vocal and just from a, just like respond to the people. Like you, you're not helping yourself and by ignoring them. No reason. Don't always respond to people, but do it once. Like have one press conference where you are speaking. Uh, I, again, we're going to compare that. We're doing a lot of golf comparisons today, but Jay Monahan's the same way. He doesn't speak to the media ever. He sticks his players out there to speak. Dame's the one that's the most vocal person in Portland at this point. Not yeah, that Joe I mean, should I'll, be more than Dame, but like I'll I'll give Joe a little credit. Yeah, I like Joe. I like Joe. Joe a little credit. Um, but I think she could I, I look at her as a so-called cheap owner right now. But she could completely change my mind this summer if she spends. Um yeah. sorry. I <laughs> but I'm on the like I said earlier, there's also just Phil Knight and that guy, which Alex Samalski, Samalski, Salemski, Salemski. They would just revitalize like the economic, just the economy around the Moda Center. Like, what what happened last time we went to a game? Yeah, well, that's that's why I said refer to vlog over Christmas. The Hornets. Blazers game day vlog. Go to the who, final. Who stepped in it? Who stepped in it? I don't know if anyone stepped in it, but okay. Well, we saw it. It was it was human. It was human. Human feces. Feces. Dookie. As YouTube, as we'll say on YouTube. If you see us not, if you see us not on podcast, you know what we call that. What? <laughs> we just we can't cuss. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. YouTube will. YouTube will cut us quickly. Off with your head. Yeah. Um. So look, that's another very attractive thing to me about that ownership bid. But you know, at the end of the day, like you said, Jody Allen, if she wants to spend this year and this summer, then I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. It's just hard to create a connection with an owner who never shows their face. Yeah, I don't. I really don't care who the owner is, owner is, as long as they show a little bit of ambition. And from all yeah. accounts, Phil Knight is showing a little more ambition. But than the, the other thing why I want yeah, Phil, Phil Knight. Is- the other thing why I want Phil Knight is because new owners come in and make a splash. Look at the Suns owner. Facts. They they want to leave their. They want to uh, look at Steve Ballmer. Yeah, that's Steve passion. Ballmer. Brings that's in Hawaiian uh, PG. Like we, who knows what Phil Knight would do? We could Ooh, become the Mets owner, Steve Cohen. Look, new owners come in and make a splash when they have money and they actually have ties to the city and they want to win a championship. Your team is going to compete no matter how small market you are. The only team that was trying to lose and then accidentally wins because of some brain child is the movie Moneyball. Okay. Yeah, that's basically what we're doing right now. Joe Cronin is trying to just pull Moneyball because he's he trying to pull Moneyball. But you can't win without money, guys. I'm sorry. That, that's the way money of the world. At the end of the day, is this, we might as well call. We might as well make this a golf podcast because money because money wins, bro. Just look but at that. Money, money won in golf. Money wins. Um, so if you want some more details on the whole Jody Allen, Phil Knight situation, go check out our other video we had. It's the most recent one before this, or just go check out the article, um, on the wall street journal. Um, I want to, I guess this is more personal, but it's the only other, I don't really have much more on my agenda unless you have something else. Um, I want to talk just like Blazers Twitter right now and just 
Twitter in general and why I just love Instagram so much more and love the Blazers Instagram because for the most part on our Bla- on our Ripsy Run on Instagram, that is there to break Blazer-related news. Now, our Twitter is where you're going to see our opinion a little more. Obviously, our opinion is on the YouTube channel the most, but in any form of like quick opinions, you'll find that on Twitter and just like, you can't win. You never can get people to fully agree. It's just unfortunate. It really is. That's kind of the... I guess that's the uh, world. That's just the world, honestly. Twitter's kind of a microcosm of the world. Actually, I guess, no, we did not touch this thing. I just had it coupled with something else, but we never actually touched we'll, it. Uh, we'll, we'll push the Twitter convo. Push the Twitter to the, the off-the-trail segment. Um, Shade, reports from Jake Fisher say that Shaden Sharp is untouchable when it comes to packages with a third pick. Um, you believe I that? Think, I, I don't think that's breaking news. I don't think, like, unless we're trading for Embiid, we're not. None of the players that we're targeting warrant Sharp, sharp and Scoot. I mean, sharp Siakam probably does. No, I don't think he does. Well, Masai I've thinks seen, he does. D- yeah, I, Masai thinks he does. Now, I've seen people saying that three could be even too much for Siakam, which I think might be a little wild. Um, hey, 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 if, hey, if you see that, hey, anyone listening to this, if you see three first round picks, might, might be too much for Siakam, retweet that, get it flowing, get, come on. You I'm just gonna say it right now. Fans have more power than than like like than they realize, mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, because everyone's trying to appease the fans. Like Masai's not trying to get fleeced and then get run out of town like Nick Nurse did. So well, about I don't think that means Shaden's untouchable completely. That's just yeah, sorry, Shaden, they're not packaging Shaden. the two together. Um, but yeah, that the maple shocking. maple mamba. Does that mean anything to you? No, that Shaden. Are, you, are not... you all in on Sharp next year? Like you um, starting? Do you want him to come off the bench? Where are you? I don't even know where you stand on Sharp. I know Cody. I I, I I think ideally I want him to start next to Dame, and I want him to be the fifth option. Wow. Because we have a bona fide three, and a little, little bit of a better five. Like Sharp and the five are kind of on the same option, but it's Dame, our Jalen Brown slash Siakam slash Mikhail, and our Jeremy. Dude, I have no clue who's going to be our starting five. Is it Nurk? Do we do we do we want to talk about that? I feel like we pipe down. I feel like we poop on this dude all the time. I'm not here to poop on Nurk today. Yeah, we're not going on a Nurk rant, but like I don't. All signs point to him. At the end of the day, the most likely thing is the team stays the exact same. That's just the reality. Which is just a doomsday scenario to me. Um, no. I, I, we can agree that something is going to change. Actually, what what is more doomsday to you? Keeping the same team or adding like two like vet men guys like Nick Stauskas and Whiteside again? I think that's more worse. Well, okay. Would you rather – I thought you were going a different. Would you rather keep the same team or trade Dame? Keep the same team. Yeah, I can't, tra- I can't trade <laughs> I'm not Dame. trading Dame. I will never agree to trade Dame. Yeah, I won't either. But that um, doesn't mean that it can't happen. Like, I just, when it happens, I'll just be like, well, that happened. I'm not going to be like, yes. Chill. PC's uh, producer Cash, for those that don't he's know. He's walking around, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's talking about, it's, just, it's a bad shot. It's a bad shot. Um, I think he's coming over here. Yeah. I think that obviously let, let's go back to that that five talk. I don't know what else there is to, to say about it, but like, do we want to talk about the thing you saw with Dame the podcast? I guess we could. I just don't. I don't really know what the details of that would like. What I saw, it's literally just he was saying the grass. What he always says: the grass isn't always greener. I'm gonna produce cash to stop now because he's getting on my nerves. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought. What James podcast. Yeah, I, I I saw the clip. It honestly isn't that big of a deal. It's just he's saying like, well, if I get traded, what's the guarantee that I'm going to be playing in the finals or in June? And why would I not just do it here? The grass is not always greener on the other side. Yeah. How but, many times 
How many times? Dude, I feel like we're it's like the two weeks before the lottery when like we just kept recycling. What if the Blazers get the first pick? What if they get the third pick? What if they get the fifth pick? What pick will the Blazers get? It's the same thing now. It's like, will they trade it? Will they draft it? Like there's no hey, Twitter, new information Twitter. that can what's come the, out. What's the problem with Twitter? There's no new information that can come out. Um yeah, I guess we're gonna transition just off the trail. I just no. don't like Twitter because like I don't think I can put out a tweet of my opinion without someone hating it. Well, that's just the world. So and people, that. if I have a take, people are like, well, I said that take first. Or I know that's, exactly that's what a bad, you're that's a bad take. That's a terrible take. It's just like, it's opinion based. You don't have to agree with everything. I mean, I guess you can, it's not a bad thing to voice your opinion, but I feel like everyone can agree Jody's not a good owner. At least she's not, a, like, she might not be a bad owner, but she's not a good owner. Dude, if we're doing like, She's, not in, the top owners. she's, she's not. not in the top half of owners. She's exactly. just not. She's probably not even in the top 20. She's just not. I just like, I guess. Like, that doesn't mean she's defense. a bad, doesn't mean she's a bad person. It doesn't mean she doesn't want to see the, well, it might mean she doesn't want to Guys, see Guys, she didn't even, like, she just got, Blazers just fell on her lap. It's not like she, like, was ambitious and wanted to go buy the Blazers and, like. Packs, dude. Where's the passion? I miss Paul, like, man. Dude, I miss Paul. I miss him sitting courtside there. I mean, although Jody does sit courtside. Oh, I can appreciate that. She sits in her brother's seat, which isn't very nice, or next to it. I'm not sure. But I'm not sure either. look, I get why, yeah, that Twitter can be exhausting just because, you know, people just, you say something brilliant, or not even brilliant, you just say something that is an opinion, and they're like, oh, I, I, I don't even this. like tweeting oh, at this point. I, I said this two months ago. Like, can snaps, snaps for him, snaps for him. <laughs> like, look. Dude, I don't want I I'll give him a shout out because I think they're great. The only other Blazer media I watch is Jack Ramsey's. So I agree. There might be times where I regurgitate their con their their thoughts. Um I learned a lot from them as well. But that's the only Blazer media I watch because it's too much. You can't you can't take in the same thing from multiple different people. So I agree. There's a lot of Blazer media out there, and there's gonna be crossing of opinions and crossing of takes and you just gotta i mean if you want to go support all of them you can i just think that could be a little unhealthy just because that's putting way too much time in the blazers at the end of the day oh we yeah talking yeah too too much time we got it i think we know we know who's whatever doesn't matter okay um thank, thank thank you cole thank you for that um for that discussion um after show yeah all sure. right first thing i want to talk about we were having this conversation off camera and i said he wasn't and you said he was jay it's Jalen brown top 20 yeah i thought that was kind of a not a it's actually not wild the more we talk about but do i need to name him i don't think the difference between the 15th best player and the 20th best players is, is like it Again, is when you I say hate, not top I 20. hate ranking players. I'll tier them. I'll rank top 10 because I think like that's where you can actually, but like once you get past 10, it's just like I'm gonna put you in a tier. Jalen Brown's in the same tier as a uh, Brandon Ingram. Sure. I think he's a little better, but he can be in the same tier. He's in the same tier as Pascal Siakam. Shea. He's in the same tier as who? Shea. Yeah, I think he's in the same tier as Shea. Same tier as like Zion, yeah, like basically tier two, tier, yeah, like well, it depends on like obviously, like I think Jokic is on a different tier than Dame, probably. Well, well there's okay, okay fine, he's 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 tier three, you have like ultra, he's like your top elite, five, like your top five, and you have superstar, then you have star, he's a star, yeah, okay, hey, I don't think I don't think Brandon, Ingram wait, who, who's in your who's in your upper up, like above superstar. I think it would be Jokic, Giannis, Steph, maybe. Embiid or no? I don't think Embiid can be in it anymore. Anymore? He just won MVP. Yeah, but like he was in it. He he wasn't in it before the season. He jumped in it during the season and he fell back out because like you can't lower your play in the playoffs. Oh, fair. I think like Embiid is on the same tier as uh like honestly Luca, Tatum, Katie, 
I'm not gonna put Jimmy Butler in that tier, even though he does raise his game a lot. But Dame, Dame in that, Dame in the Luca tier, same tier as a Dame. Sorry. Well, Dame's in that tier, but like I would say, like if there was a a tier, a part of the superstar category, I'd probably put Embiid on a higher tier than Dame and Jimmy Butler. I don't know. Um, Okay, so let me get this straight. So you're. Your top ten would look something like this, in, in no order, but it it would it would be like Giannis, Jokic, Steph, Embiid, uh, Tatum, Katie, Luca. Sorry, Katie, Katie. Uh, then it'd be like we're at eight now. Then you get into like the Dame. I'm so missing some Kawhi. Dimitrich. I think Dane's better than Donovan Mitchell. LeBron Booker. still, Booker. honestly. AD. I think, think Dane's better than Booker and maybe AD. I'm missing somebody. I know I am. Um, Jaw. Yeah, no. No. I guess Jaw's like the same as Booker and D Mitch. I think Dame is just a tad better than all those like young guards other than Siakam. Nah. Siakam is then when you get down to like the Jalen Brown, Siakam. Shay, maybe Shay is in like the Donovan Mitchell tier, but I don't know. I, I've never seen him play in the playoffs. Who before, is so. who else? Who else is De'Aaron Fox in that Jalen Brown tier? Anthony Edwards in that tier? Maybe, oh, I, but I would still like similar to how like technically I have in Jalen Brunson. Dame, I think Embiid is better now. Look, there's so many good players, and this is why like I just I hate talking about ranking players. Um, but we had a conversation. and Do you think Mikhail Bridges is in that tier? If he did what he did last year, again this year, then sure. Sure, 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 um, sure. Okay. Man, I want Mikhail Bridges on my team. It's unbelievable. Hey. Contract is so good. Um, Let's talk about Liv and PGA Tour. You want to? I do. Um, I'm going to hold the mic because we're both um, avid golf fans. I would say you definitely. We just went to a PGA Tour tournament. We did, but I would say that uh, I we've both been into golf most of our lives, watching majors. No, you know, we probably rooted for Tiger back then, maybe even Phil back back in the early 2010s. Um, Once I went to college, I really got into the sport playing wise. And you were right a few years behind me. I mean, you've recently gotten into it and you are, uh, you consume content like nobody's business, which is good. But you said, you said something earlier. You were just like, sucks that I'm getting into this game and this is what's going on. I mean, maybe it sucks, but maybe it's a good thing. Cause I feel like golf is at a, in a sense, an all time high of popularity. I got it. I, again, always watch majors, always was watching it, but I got into like watching golf majority of the weeks literally about a year ago this time in the summer when the whole live thing was starting to pop off so yeah Um, then now i probably anytime there's a unless it's like a literal dog water pga tour tournament i'm probably watching it if not at least like the zurich like even the zurich i would like i tuned it on sunday the 3m when tony finau was skin and mules you're you're probably you're probably talking about the uh like the uh the punta cana yeah, I'm not watching the Punta Cana or the Barracuda. Or the Barbasol or whatever. But I did volunteer at the RSM, so that would be a low-tier event. Uh, but yeah, it sucks right now. It kind of sucks that all my... Well, take that back. I would say all my teams suck, but obviously the Braves won a championship. I feel like we've never talked about our teams. Who we like. Should what I? We root should for? We I don't know. We could, we, could kind of, we could run through each sport. I know we were just were talking about golf. Well, let's start with golf. Like, who, who do you root for in golf? All right, I can give you a top five in golf. Give me top five. No order, All I right. guess. No order. Uh, Jordan Spieth, for sure. Max Homa, yep. for sure. Yep. Scotty Scheffler. 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 I like Scheffler. Um, at this point, give me give me Rory. Uh, Rory's in the top five just because what he's done. You know it's. It's more just like I want to say I'm a fan of his for when he finally gets that when he gets another major because that'll be that'll be awesome. Um, I can't say Tiger probably because he's you know we'll eliminate Tiger. I think Tiger we, yeah, uh, I think we all Tiger doesn't him. count. 
the last one is tough. It, it, it'll probably be JT, honestly. I'm a big American guy. Um, Roy's in there. American. Uh, other guys that I just like who suck. I really like Joel Damon um, from the PGA doc. He I thought he's just a nice guy. But th- that's those are my five. Yeah, um, I'll go Spieth. I'll go Homa. I'll go Rory. I'll go... This is really interesting. Like, Sahith? I love Sahith. The Gala. I love Ricky Fowler. Tony? No, I like Tony. I think I'll, right now I'll throw in Sahith and Ricky. Sahith and Ricky. Whichever way you want to pronounce them on this certain week. I don't know. But there's, like... We both like if I'm talking like the lowest of low golfers, I'm a Carson Young guy. Clemson guy, Clemson guy, standard Baird for him at the, the RSM. That was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, that's golf. All right, let's get into the main main sports. So football. I'm a Panthers fan. Um, always been my whole life. And that's on Bryce. I'm excited for Bryce. Got his jersey. Should have been wearing it in this pod. Shut up, that'd be funny. But yeah, so back back to but back to the point I made right before we started doing this. But like my teams have been kind of tough recently. Like Panthers and Blazers had both been consistently good through my preteen, early teenage years, and then both ever since 2019 have stunk. I guess the Blazers were okay in 2020 and pretty good in 2021, but like I haven't seen them win, win win a championship, obviously, either. So um, so uh, NFL, I'm a New York Giants fan. Uh, love me some Danny Dimes. Uh, NBA, I'm actually a Portland Trailblazers fan, surprisingly. Um, die hard. What are you doing? Damn. Okay. Uh, and the MLB, I can just say it for us. We both support the Atlanta Braves. Oh, we love the Braves. See, that's the one team that's been successful. I get, I, what the, I think the only thing that's been successful. And for then the last one, we don't really do. I mean, we like watching hockey, but we're not big into yeah. hockey. Uh, another one is MLS. We support the Timbers. Obviously. Portland Timbers. Here and we go. the Atlanta United. So I guess Atlanta United had success. So maybe we're. And Portland. And Portland. That's a good point. It's, I guess it's just my two favorite teams are the Braves and the Panthers. Or not the Braves. The Blazers and the Panthers. So maybe that's. Where and then we're, we're in a NASCAR. Yeah. William Byron. Um NASCAR. We are in a NASCAR, William Byron. Um what else what am I gonna say now? No, that was gonna say something. Any F one guys? No. No. Yeah, F one is so boring to watch, which is funny because I just said I watched NASCAR. But yeah, at least you get a little you get some passing in NASCAR. Oh, I know I was gonna ask you. Um Oh, and then I played soccer all of high school um, as a young, young kid, too. But then I, like, stopped for a little bit, but then got back into it. Um, and I am a big United States, U.S. national team. I think that's very oh, fair United to say. States. Huh? America? United States of America. So yeah. I will ask you this, Cole. Start, bench, cut. Teams you want to win a championship. U.S. men's national team at the World Cup. Uh The Portland Trailblazers finally have a parade. Uh It's a parade in Zama City A. And um, Carolina Panthers. I'm cutting the USA, unfortunately. It's foul. It's foul. I'm the Blazers and I'm benching the Panthers. Sole reason for the Blazers one is because of this channel, honestly. I think I no, I'm I'm starting Portland too, but honestly, I've even seen even though two... I literally reside, I don't know, maybe Panthers. That would be sick because I go to a lot of Panthers games. I don't know. Look, I'm taking I'll the U.S. Blazers, I'm starting the Blazers and I'm benching the U.S. because I've seen two Super Bowls in my lifetime in New York, so I can, I'll I'll stop with that one. Um, can we go through each team you like? And tell me your favorite moment from that team. Ooh, all right. We'll start with the Blazers. Just what's your favorite moment from the, from your history of watching the Blazers? Like watching live, or because I didn't see the damn bad shot. Yeah, my, that can't be one of mine. I think my favorite memory, truly watching the Blazers, my, the one that comes to instant, is just that Nugget series. 
combined with the not obviously not the 2021 series combined with the watching game three game three of the four overtime game and staying up until three o'clock in the morning watching that and then game seven like yeah for all y'all important we're on the east coast during the season it is rough out here trying to stay up for these games it's a grind um i I think that's first instinct what comes to mind honestly it's either that or the this was like regular season game 2018 maybe dame against the suns had that put back dunk. It's it's hey, in the intro. Intro. Damian Lillard, you have yeah, done it again. Yeah, put back dunk, and then he like had a game winning like bucket on Booker. That was sick. Um, four overtime game though for sure. Or actually, Dame shot against the Rockets because I, I will be honest, I I cried because I was about 13 years old. I cried when Parsons put in with nine tens left, and then of yeah, course I, the reason my I'll mother, say that is because we're watching. Who I love very much. The reason I don't say that one is because we were watching the next morning. It was like we didn't know what happened, but I mean it's still memory. No, yeah, that's true. But I'll take I'll take the Nuggets series. Uh football. This is when I this is when I don't know. Do you have a football one? Comes to your mind first thing? Football. Uh probably in the in the room over there in the old media room watching Gronk drop that pass in the end zone for the Giants win the Super Bowl. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Or I could say being being there for Super Bowl 42, but I don't remember that much. I think what I will go with is Panthers. Like week 14 game early December against the Vikings. In attendance, we win, which just pushes us to like well, at that point, probably like 11 and four big time cam run down the stretch, like 60 yard run to put us in field goal range. But honestly, there's probably better moments. I can't think on the top of my mind right now what they would be for that. Braves, though, is game six of the NLCS when we won that game because me and PC were at that game. I could not could not say that. Um, Electric. Mine was. <laughs> it's close. It's probably either Brooks Conrad's Grand Slam. Wow, that's a deep cut. I was, <laughs> I was watching that with Gone. I remember that. And uh, Cash. This is probably some meaningless regular season game. Yeah, I but it's that too. Or it was out of the lake with my friends in the Brewer series and just like watching it with them. I thought that was pretty hype too. MLS, I feel like I know what yours is, even though they didn't win. It was recent. A Timbers goal. So, Co- so Cody and I, Cody wasn't here tonight, oh but Cody and I went to MLS Cup last year or the year before when Portland played NYCFC um, in the freezing cold rain. So just a proper, just a proper cup final. It's proper. But yeah, again, they didn't win, unfortunately. I guess mine would be uh, Sebastian Blanco's goal against this against Sporting KC. That was tough. That was that tough. was again. We're it's one tough. a.m. in the morning and we don't want to scream and wake people up. We're just like, low. Okay, low key. My favorite memory is going to the first ever one at Jeldwin Field against Rebels. against the Rebels. We have the keys out and we're yelling, "Go home, you bums!" Like that was just like my first like interaction with the timbers army and seeing will like will johnson just have one and in, in warm-ups just blasted just 20 rows deep called ryan johnson that was valeria's Dude, first game that bike oh that it's so, so close R- freaking sylvestre sylvestre he's so bad um, that game. nascar mem murray no. i don't i don't remember watching what was that I said I don't remember much from the previous era of when we watched NASCAR. Yeah, I don't either. I I know we went to So give me give me being in person for Byron's win at Homestead. I, I got one I think you would rather have, even though it wasn't a win, the Bristol race when Byron was getting into the in, inside the cut line. Yeah, that was good. That was, sick. that was good. Yeah. I think that's that all. Good. Other than there's no more golf, my favorite golf memory. At least in person is this past tournament because I was the first one. My favorite golf memory is watching Jordan Spieth win at Chambers Bay. Oh yeah, that's definitely it. We still watch that doc. And if it's not that, it's uh Here's the sugar. He's so funny. 
it's not that it's uh, there's nothing recent that comes to mind but i guess that's enough of that hopefully uh we end the podcast with this every time but hopefully it's the blazers this year that's going to be my new favorite memory them winning a championship <laughs> that's a classic cody line oh yeah cody's not here what who's uh cody's the seahawks i don't think he's that much of a, i mean obviously he's like just diehard Blazers and Timbers. You know, okay. Hey, if you uh next time Cody posts a video with his face in it or next podcast, I need everyone to comment and roast him for being a Warriors fan prior to like going all in on Blazers. Yeah. Now that was that was pre-KD, which is good, but it was like Curry. Do you remember Demarcus Russell jersey he got? Uh you he got Demarcus Russell. I got an A's jersey, I think. I got Ocho Cinco. You might have got Ocho Cinco. Wait. We can go through the crazy jerseys I've had. Jeez, I had a Myers Leonard jersey. Still have it, actually, in my closet. Actually, another favorite memory of the Blazers is when we hung up all the jerseys in the basement. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. Watching the Warriors game when Dame hit that shot, watching that one in Portland, you know, the regular season game. Oh, against the Warriors? Yeah, that was pretty fun. Dude, like those are great. 20. Those are great. So great. Yeah. But so great. That's all I have. You got I'm not going to lie. I feel like if the Blazers make a crazy move on the draft, this could go down as one of the more memorable nights of my fandom. But uh, just of while will, the Braves. We'll have to speaking wait, of, we'll have to wait speaking of being Braves that. fans, they took the lead. Really? We're up 5-4. Love that. Well, we're going to end it off there. Make sure to comment uh, what you want us to talk about next week. And hey, comment comment below if you do prize picks. Uh, I need some locks. Look, well, we are not going to do our best bet, my bookie, because I don't want to. Right, now, I agree. We got to get it right. I want. We're on such a hot streak. So genuinely, if you are interested in sports betting, use our promo code RIPCITY at my bookie. Cody uses my bookie. It's great. I've used it in the past. I don't use it now because Cody's been doing the majority of the betting for our best bets, but we're in the green and we are giving out our best bets for, as you're watching this tonight's NBA finals game. So go to our Instagram, go to our Twitter and see those best bets because we've been hot. We've been hot. With that being said, that'll do it for the video. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, make sure to subscribe, make sure to give it five stars if you're listening on Spotify and we'll see you in the next one.